Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You, or if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo. On another Thursday night, we should be streaming live. Uh, Everybody should be able to hear me. Okay, so how's everybody doing? So as you notice from the title, uh, we are not in 1 Thessalonians, although we may end up in 1 Thessalonians. We never know. Uh, But I had a guest come into town. Well, not unexpectedly, because I knew he was going to be coming, but um, I kind of just didn't really let anybody know, and uh, we have everybody, well, sounds good, okay, good, I got the audio check from the audio engineer in the other room that's giving kids baths, multitasking, uh, but in here in the room, I'll go ahead and bring him on, is uh, Brother Aaron Clark, and let's see, right there he is, and back oh. with us, you know, you're, you're going to be... Um, yeah, I think you're in competition with my dad for how many people have been on the Let This Mind Be In You oh. a certain amount of times. So well, hey, no. Um, no competition. Uh, but um, anyways, no. let's, let's see. Let's I'm get not trying a better to compete look. with your dad. Look, look at that guy. There he is. Um, unfortunately, the family is not here. Um, Jackson no. and... Um, and it was it, kind of unknown I'd be here tonight. We did not expect yes, to be here tonight. we thought it was going to be yesterday. I'm supposed to be home now, but Southwest Airlines... Uh, is stinky. they're not as reliable as the King James Bible. Let's put it that way. Amen. Yep. <laughs> they yeah they they uh, yeah yeah well yeah not the same yesterday today and forever. So <laughs> the truth is not in them. Your schedule can be changed from well, day to day. With yeah, them. of course. Let's see. Well, let's get a uh, different view. I have a little bit of a different camera view today. So let's look at. It. Oh, look at that. Hello, everybody. Hello. So we got a little bit of a different camera view, and then we got this super close. And uh, yeah, look and at that. Is that Millie slow. Grace behind me? Yep, in the yeah. B outfit there. Yeah, yeah and then sure Dominic's is. to the be my left. Yep. So right. I just left. wanted to say, how are you doing, my brother? I'm doing good. It's doing it, good, man. It's I'm so, tired. Well, I know you're tired. We've been but traveling. It's been, it's, it's been good to just to kind of. You know, with these unexpected kind of things and you coming into town has been like, I've been looking forward to it. Me too. Even, even I thought we were only going to have maybe like a couple hours, like a couple hours for yeah. dinner and stuff. But yeah, it worked out better than that. So um, if you're if you're joining us here live, which, uh, by the way, um, a decent amount of people started joining us on YouTube and also on uh, Facebook, which is nice. So if you're joining us, please say hello and where you're joining from. <laughs> well, hopefully they won't turn it off when they see the guest host. <laughs> no, I, I, that is not going to happen. Of course not. Of course not. So let's. Uh, and if they're wondering, mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain that I'm wearing the exact same outfit as the last time I was here. Are you? I would 
I'm pretty sure I wore the same shirt and pants mm. now that I see it up on the screen. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to go back in the Wayback Machine that's, here. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to look at, but we'll, I think we'll it's the same look. one. And it's not because I don't have more clothes than this. It just, it just happens to be this is what's left from the outfits of this trip. Well, it's a, it's a prob- <laughs> it looks like it's a comfortable uh, traveling gear and everything like that, so yeah. why not? Yeah, the old yeah yeah these are these are comfortable pants I have to say. Uh, Look, we'll just get a little bit of a different alternate view while we're getting started here. But like I said, I'm I'm just thankful that we get a we get a whole night. Uh, So after we get done with broadcasting here, and like I said, there's no really format. I'm going to ask a few questions just because I really uh, we talk on the phone a decent amount of times. Um, But there's a few questions I just wanted to talk to you about. Nothing like gotcha questions, so don't worry. I don't mind them. Yeah, yeah. They don't bother me. But we'll we'll get into that tonight. But uh, the word will answer whatever you got. We, just, is, got, we just had to go mining for it. That's all. That's true. That's true. So we're going to talk about a few different things tonight. Just a little bit open format. Hey, I see uh, uh, Brother Jeff there. Yep. Hi, uh, Brother Jeff. Brother Jeff up there in the uh, Arctic North. Although it's probably uh, warm in the summertime. Um, where's, the, where's the Arctic North? What do you call? So the I think North? this. Uh, he's up in. What is that on the eastern sea uh, seaboard uh, that's in Canada? Though I believe he's in Canada. Um, the eastern British seaboard. Columbia, or uh, that's in the west side. Oh, I don't know. Um, Pretty British sure, because <laughs> British Columbia, I think, is where we stopped on the way to Alaska. Hmm. So that okay. would be west. Yeah, I would not. think. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Nova Scotia. I'm not sure. It's it's in the. I, I forget where the brother is from, but it's it's up there. It's really beautiful. I've seen some of his videos on YouTube that shows like Canada is uh, gorgeous. Oh man, Canada is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it gets super super a. cold though. Yeah, a Canada's beautiful. A <laughs> it is so, beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. It's so remarkably we, because gorgeous. we don't. We just have a little bit of banter going back and forth. Uh, we don't have a format like I said for tonight. But if you have any questions. Um, like I said, I, I'll try to come back over here and, and, and monitor this, but I normally don't. New Brunswick, Canada. There you go. It's right above Maine. So, so it's there. New Bowling Ball, Canada. <laughs> yeah, is that where the bowling ball comes from? I don't know. Brunswick. Isn't yeah. that a bowling ball? I think so. Yeah. It's a famous bowling brand. Mm. You know, you, us, us scratch bowlers and everything. Are you a scratch bowler? <laughs> I know you're a scratch golfer. This, I don't, I don't, my yeah. brother here... On, uh, he's he, boom, boom, boom. don't let him fool you, hmm. um, and don't let him be humble. Don't a great golfer, <laughs> a great golfer. No, that's not true. Not great, but better than bad. So. You're like so. They say one percent of the world doesn't even shoot. What is it like? Can't even break a hundred or something like that. And yeah, you know, it's an, and it's an interesting stat. It's like I'm not sure. That's not why people tuned in, but it is an it's an it's an absolutely high percentage if you count every stroke, like no gimmies, right. No mulligans that never break a hundred, which I don't know if that's really accurate because I play with a lot of guys now that seem to pretty regularly break a hundred. Really? Um, yeah, I mean high nineties, but well, yeah, of course they don't count every stroke. Well, I yeah, have to tell you. not to the not rules not of golf are merciless. <laughs> you hit one in the wood, you're hitting three, pal. Yeah, and people are like, "I'll just drop one, hit three out here." Mm, and that's hitting four. Yeah, but hey, whatever. Yeah, I'm not here to be a stickler about the game. Just about the word. I did. I've. Uh, I think the last time I actually played golf was with you. That um, where we where we go? We went to. Was it? Uh, was it Greencastle? Yeah, it was Greencastle. So it was back up before we moved. Then. Yeah, okay. it was right before. Right before we moved, it was one of the last chances we had to play. The golf. clubs are in the back of the car, my friend. If I had more time, we could go. But uh, wow. that'd be fun. 
But yeah. this is actually more fun. I'd rather do yeah. this. I, I would I would just be driving you around the golf cart. That's <laughs> all I'd be good for. But anywho, um, so can you just briefly, I know you probably don't want to get like too much into details or anything like that, but uh, briefly, why are you down here in town? Just kind of like oh, a... Yeah, so the Center for Truth and Love um, is a partnership. I'm a partner in that ministry, and uh, we basically go to... Uh, it's 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 basically centered at equipping leadership in churches, uh, primarily leadership in Christian education, uh, on integrating biblical worldview. Which um, I hope I, I don't think your listeners. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the listeners are like, okay, what's that mean mm-hmm. um, specifically? And what we mean by that is that everything is answered and solved by understanding what God has said. Amen. That's a biblical worldview. I mean, it's it's a, to give you an example of a biblical worldview. Um, what's going on in Israel? Mm. Um, you watch a video of forty to fifty to sixty missiles cranked into this small country at one time, right? And then you see everything get taken down. Um, I think that if we have any discernment at all, we would understand that Hamas and uh, different Arab nations have definitely launched nuclear weapons into that location. Yeah. The reason Maybe that's so. not reported, in my opinion, is because they can't explain why it's not destroying Israel. Hmm. But we know why. So when we see the news, we don't go, oh, man, you know, it was it was Donald Trump who protected Israel, or it, Biden doesn't protect Israel, or if it wasn't for America, yeah, Israel would be yeah. dead. Listen, no, God said back in Leviticus that if Israel did not obey him, Mm-hmm. He would turn them over to the people that hated him, right? them, yep. and him. And he said, if you do not obey, you'll be turned over to those and be ruled by those who hate you mm. for a period of time. But he also promised they would never be destroyed. And so that promise is what you're seeing happen in Israel. And, it's, it's, and I pray that America would be on the side of Israel because I want to live in a country, wherever I happen to be living, I want to live in a place that will not be against Israel because that would be against God. There's no doubt about that. Sure. But it's not really that important who I'm for, who America's for. God has made it clear. Yep. You will not touch Israel. Yep. And so if you're out there, this is biblical worldview. I don't sit around and panic mm-hmm. that America protects Israel. Right. God's already said that's going to happen. Yep, exactly. So what I pray for is that our people... That, that America, we pray for all men, those in power. Why? So we can live peaceful lives, we can preach the gospel. So I pray that our leadership would just be on God's side so that they can receive the blessing as a nation of being with God. Hmm. What God said happens is going to happen. That's right. It's, it's Get all, on board or yeah, not. Yeah, so exactly. it's biblical worldview. Right. So the 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 worldview being that the, the Bible has already stated how things are going to be, no matter what man or has in mind, Man's view is that he can change um, the plan. Uh, man's view is that he can somehow manipulate that. But as I've been going through Genesis with some teenagers, you see where that got the world before. And as the days of Noah were, these days are quickly approaching, as we see. Yeah. You know, I mean, and God promised these uh, that Noah to Noah he wouldn't destroy the world by a flood, but um, the, his judgment is coming. And that's one of the uh, par, uh, points that I made going through the book of Romans is uh, I think it's in 
I can't really remember if it's in chapter two or chapter three where it talks about how he's long suffering. And the fact that God has, with this wicked world, been long suffering, because he's not willing that any should perish, right? I mean, he wants all men to come to him. But men in their pride and their and their arrogance want to try their own way and have since the beginning. You know, ever since Cain wanted to do things his own way. That's a worldview. Yeah. The Bible, the biblical worldview is God's word is true. He said, bring me a sacrifice. Abel's sacrifice was obviously accepted and Cain's wasn't. And it's as simple as that, really. And so you're... This ministry has to do with... A worldview is simple, by the yeah. way. That's why there's such peace. It, it, our peace that passes all understanding isn't just because of... It, it's, it's, well, it's because of our salvation. That's made clear in Romans 5. But because of this great redemption and because of the... The, the gift is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So because of this baptism, not of water, but of the Spirit of God that Jesus himself promised would be greater than what was going on in this water baptism, we then walk and we have peace with a God. Now, we don't just have peace with him in Romans 5. We rejoice in the tribulation because we know what is working. It's working patience and working hope. It's building us. It's, it's making us fully persuaded. Mm. And so when we look at the things that happen in the world... Um, it just, as a Christian who's ground, it's a good, you know, for the listeners, if you're rattled by the news, it just, it, it's a good indication that your worldview is not quite there. It's, and, and it also may be an indication that you're just not resting in the truth of God's word. You yeah. Rest in it. I mean, it's not just, yeah. the word of God is not just an offensive sword weapon. It, it is a, it's a pillow to sleep. I mean, this thing this this word that God gave us, and I, I hate that I said thing. It's uh, to me that's almost derogatory. Mm. It's not enough respect for what the Bible is. This book that God gave us yeah. is so powerful. It does. It just brings everything. It, it 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 the peace that we have because it's like playing a game. It's it, it it's like playing a game that you already know the result. Right. We oh, have yeah. all the answers. Yeah. We do. It's there for us. It's a matter of faith. It's a matter of trust. And I think even beyond, like, you, you'll show out that faith by your your walk. Is your walk representing what you're talking? So you can say you believe this all you want, yeah. but it's going to play out. Like you said, I have faith in that this is the Word of God. It's got the answers for my life, but does that play out on a day-to-day basis? Yeah. Am I surrendering my will, dying to self, and giving myself over to what it says. Yeah. A lot of people, brother, and and we've talked about this a lot of times, claim to be Bible believing and and they, you know, I'm a follower. Every quote like, unquote Christian says that. Yeah. Exactly. Every one of them. Even lot even most Catholics will say that. Oh, of course. Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses will say that. The Mormons will say that. Oh, we believe every word of the Bible too. They everybody says, and it's the only thing. But the problem is saying it and doing it. That's what James is all about. Hmm. The book of James is not confusing. It's not been, you know, you, if it's been misrepresented, but it's basically it's it's saying, look, if you believe, it will be obvious. You know, if you're listening, and uh, I would encourage you with this: if you will give the word of God, it's fair, it's fair time, it's hmm. due, and and by that. Learn the Word of God from the local church with a body of believers, whether that's four families in your house 
whether that's in a group you can find that will study the Word of God, and then by 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 tools like this, this program, this program is not to replace church. No, I know that. Yeah. and it's to equip people. It's to help people. It's just it's another tool to learn, and the learning in the local church, the learning of the Bible, it 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 brings not arrogance, but a humility, but confidence. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. I, I don't I don't worry about any of this stuff. You know, and, and it's also it brings such a full person it's just an awesome thing. Well yeah, that's the that's the tempering. And yeah. that's the, 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 the metal working that the Bible talks about, the tempering of us together yeah. as the body of Christ. We we are the body of Christ. Yeah. Therefore when we come together we come together in that one mind, yeah, that one yeah. spirit that draws us and kneels us, as it says in the in the Word of God, and 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 strengthen us as the sinews and everything like that. That's yeah. compacted, as the Word of God says, and and it, it's something as simple as that we can wrap our brains around as as metalworking and all these things that we know. And God's Word is so powerful that it says, "Look, this is the reason why I've given you this this gift. I've left, I've sent my comforter." comforter I will come to you, Jesus says in, in John 14. He says that not so that we can have some sort of social meeting and gathering and so, such and such and such and such. Yeah. That's not what it's about at all. But instead, as you said, is to become rooted and grounded in the pillar of truth. The pillar and ground of truth. It's to do the something. Body. It's to provoke each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the new and living way is that we consider you, I consider you, you consider me. So that's why even if you're in an area, and, and trust me, I want you to know, there's a lot of places in this country, in this world, where it can be tough to find a good oh. Bible-teaching church. Yeah. It can be hard. But here's what you do. It's very simple. Go to the first one that most replicates what they claim to be a Bible-preaching church, and you go consider them, and you provoke them to good works, and you push the the Bible and the Word of God in their life until they're sick of you and kick you out, yep. or you help revolutionize the church. Sure. That's the only thing you can do. Yep. You, you, can't, you cannot forsake the, the body of Christ, the, the church. It, it's, you can't do it and, and, and live and have any power or live for, through the power of the Spirit it's, it, because it's, it's commanded. Yep. And it, we can't play this game, well, there is no church that I could be a part of. Well, it says the new and living way is considering others. So you consider, make them, make them tell you to go. Yeah. But you tell them with a tear in the eye, and I mean with humility. I'm not talking about going there, I'm going to burn this place down. I mean, go in and seek a way to try to help yeah. that church. What an opportunity. Yeah. You're almost like a missionary. And that's, you know, that's take the, the opportunity to try to change a church. Yeah, that's the challenge, too, like where it talks about, like, if you can find anywhere, and I think you've said this, and I think I grabbed a... Uh, one of your quotes before it says, uh, basically, I I dare you, or like I will give you uh, any amount of money if you can find anywhere in the Paul, Pauline epistles, anywhere where it says to consider yourself when it comes to <laughs> like going into the church. It's always to yeah. consider others, esteem yeah. others more highly than yourself. Not compromising on this. You hold this up. This is this is the standard. How can you and compromise then, yeah. by going to a local church and trying to help them yeah. now? If you stay mm-hmm. and and join, here's this is and this is just it though. It takes a little time, but if you're truly, if you're truly trying, and hey, pray, provoke, stay faithful, 
you know, go in with humility. Remember that we all were where they are at one point. Now, if you happen to be watching and you've always been on the right track, well, then praise the Lord for you. Um, and, I, and I don't mean that facetiously. Maybe some of you have just been following the word since you've been saved in the proper manner. manner. But there, I would say to you is that if that's the case, there had to have been a group or someone that helped you with that. Move where they are. Go. You know, why well, my job? Listen, <laughs> your job don't mean squat. Go get with the church, right? Yeah. It's like you've got to do what you got to do. And so, if it's possible, if it's at all possible, get with the people of God. And if it's, but I'm telling you, there's so many churches you could at least spend a year, two years, going to every church around and trying. You'd be surprised you know. too. You'd be surprised who you find. Well, the reality is you're going to find, this is my belief, every, I believe every Bible teaching church, and I mean a church that actually does have a pastor or a bishop or an elder, whatever you want to call it, um, I won't get into that tonight, right. but if whoever the leadership is, whether it's a group of men or whatever, right? Um, now, by the way, I don't believe you should go to any church. In a sense, that's true. But when you look at what prayer is, and I've talked about this on this channel, where yep, it's an actual this. surrendering of your will, if you're doing that without ceasing, that's a continual process throughout the entire day. Yep. Surrendering of your will every moment, every that is praying without ceasing, right? Pray without ceasing, Paul says. And this is one of these things where he's talking about the gifts of the Spirit, you know, the fruits and everything like that. And he's talking about how pray without ceasing. Hmm, how do I do that? Because people have this idea that we're just we're just like, hey, give me this or uh, grant me this or yeah. I, I would like good health over here, and they think that that's the constant prayer. That's not the constant prayer. The yeah. constant prayer is not my will but thine. If you still think prayer is asking because a great person once said that, you're not gonna, you're not going to get there because that's not what prayer is. It's not what the Bible calls prayer. Prayer is not asking. It's ridiculous. It's it's a ridiculous statement. Yeah. I'm not trying to not trying to divide one. I know that's a holy grail for a lot of independent Baptists. Yeah. And I'm not saying it to beat on the man. I think he had great intentions. But the Bible already says that we don't know what we need. The spirit is interceding on that. Quit and, and I want you to know too, if you're still walking around going, Man, I hope I don't get to heaven and I could have had this guys, that's not existent. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. There's not a there's not a storehouse file in heaven that's going to show you all the things you could have had. But by the way, when you get to heaven, you're not going to give a rip about what you could have had. That's right. It's ridiculous. That uh, any any analogy about you getting to heaven and missing out is enormously ungrateful. When you get to heaven, you're going to cry, "Holy, holy, holy!" Mm. You're going to be head down, bowing to the knee of to a holy God through the. The seeing of Jesus Christ, seeing him as he is, you're not going to be going, man, I wonder if I could have had more than I did. And that's the... Ridiculous. That's the idea. Boy, we've been hitting on that on this uh, this Sunday morning when I've been teaching, like over and over and over again. This thought that we have some sort of... We're going to have to answer one day for sins or like the way we failed. We, God says he, he burns that with his eyes, which is his word, his truth. Showing whether these things be done, whether they're in the spirit or not in the spirit. Yeah, and, what and is that he, wood, what's that wood he burning hay, away? He's burning hay, away works. Yeah, it's just something that's just nothing. It's the wood hay stubble. It's the things that just vanish. You don't answer for that because you didn't. You weren't good enough to get into this body of Christ. Can't get out of this body of Christ. And everything you do in this body of Christ for Christ is the things that will last that we will just cast back at his feet anyways. 
and the the thought that we like, well, I'm really building that mansion and so forth and so on. I've been I just brought up something the other day that confused people. I wanted to get to this though, um, as we start wrapping up. Um, well, to conclude what you're saying, so we don't leave that in confusion. Oh yeah, you're not going to get to heaven and think about yourself in any regard. Right. So just get that. You need to get that thinking out of your head. That's the that, that's just the thing. It, it's like, and it's not the. That's where you need a reset. You need to reconsider what we're what's going on there. No man. What what did Paul, I think it was Paul is one of his got one of his uh, epistles said. No man will glory before God. No man. Right. Not Paul. No. Not David. Look at, all, look at all these things that not I. Not Abraham. Right. Not Moses. No man will stand before God in glory. That is absurd. And for us to get to heaven and wonder, <laughs> you know, you know, it's just, guys, when we see him as he is, <laughs> we're not going to be thinking about what we could have had. Right. We're going to be thinking, how did I get all this? Yeah. I mean, guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that I mean, I, we, the idea of like we're not only heirs, but joint heirs because we're in his body. That's man. That blows my mind every single time I think about and it. And that's not to create laziness. Oh, yes. If you have a heart of that, all you want to do is serve him. Mm. You want to do more. Mm. Why? Because he's going to, he, he's got, he's got no sin account. No, he's my dad. Mm. He's my father. I want to please him. Yeah. And, and, and Jesus died to, he saved me. He's made me a child of his. Why would I not want to please my dad? Mm. Who, when I ask for things, doesn't want to do anything but give me good things. That's what the Bible says. And so that pray without ceasing, just constant conversation with my God. The Spirit of God, how? Through the Spirit of God. That's right. Our day is to be, we, we are to be ambassadors living outside of the influence of this world and culture. That's praying without ceasing. That is just constantly dying. Yep. You know. Boy, isn't that true. Boy, man. It's easy to say, yes. by the way. I, I don't, I don't want the, yep. to, the, it's simple. The, the facts of what we're to do is simple. The execution is very difficult because that's where the battle's at. And that's why Paul uses so many biblical battle terms because it is a war. It's a warfare. Yep. So keep and, keep and stay encouraged out there. Keep fighting. You know, if you had a bad day today, man, hey, tomorrow's another day. You know, don't, don't get down. Yep. You Remember who you are. Past. Reckon yourself dead. You know, yeah. that's, that's the old man. Like, I, you know, you I still don't look, look behind you. Yep. Just, yeah. Don't look behind you. Moving on. And 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 be 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 uh be be kind to others about it as well, you know. It's like uh, yeah, you, you need to be broken over people and where they're at. It's hard to watch, but they're not the enemy. <laughs> people are never the enemy. We don't fight against flesh and blood. That's very clear. Yeah, principality and powers. Yeah, so that's so true. Even when even if you try to help a church come along and it doesn't happen, you still should leave with them. Have them drag you out with a tear in your eye hurting for them, broken for them. Because if you go in there in arrogance and think, and you know, hey, I'm here to, I'm here to save this church. Yeah, well, friend, friend. <laughs> That's not that, you know, you're not going to help the church. It's, and, and you're not a savior. We're just there to help push them to the savior. So, Amen. Well, I was going to bring up this one thing go before ahead, we close up. Um, Is there a time I, restraint? No, there's not a, really a time I restraint. I want to hear what you had to say. Go ahead. No, it's just something interesting. As I told you, we've been going through the book of Genesis with the teenagers. Hmm. And something that just really struck me. Go ahead. You know, because I, we, we were kind of raised up similar, right, in a similar oh, circle. I would say very similar. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, you always hear like these, you know, 
talking about uh, Noah's Ark and, you know, how he preached for, you know, all these years and they just didn't. Doesn't say that, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the point is, is that. Never asked to preach either. I, it's it's very interesting when I when I got to this part of uh, Genesis chapter seven. So I I know we haven't really turned. All, we've mentioned a lot of scriptures here tonight, but it's something very interesting that in verse number seven of Genesis chapter seven. Well, the verse before that, verse six, it says, "And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of, of waters was upon the earth." You know, I saying how old he was. Very next verse, and Noah went in, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. And I never noticed that. It seems to me, just reading down through the in the context, in the and it says later down in uh, oh yeah, verse number twelve, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. In the selfsame day, speaking of when he was six hundred, he entered in, and his three wives with him into the ark. They were every beast and so forth and so on. I, the thought struck me, Aaron, and I want to see what you think about this. It seems to me that it had already started raining, which it had never done according to the Bible ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't know what it was. It had already started raining. That's why they, they promised that it wouldn't happen again that way because they, they knew they knew now God knew he was going to bring rain to the earth. Yeah, and, but that's the thing. Like, it, it seems to me that there was already starting to be floodwaters starting to rise when they get on the, the ark. And are the people begging to get on? Where are the people? No, no, no. See, that's that's why if you teach a Sunday school class, be careful with this. There, there was no people knocking on the door. They were so hard. They were so wicked. That's my point. They weren't interested. That's my point. Where were the people? They were consumed. Yes. This is this is end times. That is the point I was trying to make when as the, we talked about earlier. Yeah, when this is going to happen again when we see the preaching of the of the of the prophets uh, and the evangelists go out. The world is going to try to is going to seek to kill them and destroy this. And if you want a glimpse of this, of how hard this is going to be, so after the thousand-year reign, when Jesus is here in the flesh, we have God in the flesh with us, ruling with an iron fist for one thousand years. There will yet be still a, people, another group, yep, of people, yeah, who will say, "All Satan's out, I'll join him." It's it's something that's what struck me when I would when I read through there. They weren't trying to get on the ark. I, that's what I was because I always had this picture growing up, and you know, in the Sunday schools, you know, and people talking. You unless see these pictures. I'm, I'm open to correction on this, but unless there's another passage of scripture that gives more light on this, which I don't think there is. No. It, yeah, all the thing. Like if you go to the ark out in Kentucky, the door is pictured as the cross. Right. The ark wasn't built to hold people. Hmm. It was built to hold one family and animals. God never asked people to get on the ark. Hmm. Because it's amazing. Well, he, it's, it's not because he didn't love those people. It's because they didn't want Continually it. wicked. Yeah, they, they saw a man's heart was coming. By the way, as soon as this is over, he shortens the lifespan of man. Yep. Because he knew their wickedness. And that's why when, and that's why, and this will give, this helps you as a Bible student, okay? So when you get in Leviticus, and he's in and, and, and Exodus and Leviticus, especially Leviticus, when he starts setting up all these rules, why is he doing that? Hmm. It's not because he wants them to be saved by works. He was trying to separate and create a people and give them the knowledge of know how to have righteousness Hmm. and to show them that none are righteous, no, not one. 
You need the year of Jubilee. You need the healing. Yeah, the you need all these things yeah. because nobody's going to keep these things perfectly. But he just saw mankind in this account just a little bit ago in the days of Noah. And he's taking his people out of Egypt and he's telling them, this is what is going to have to be required. That's why when a woman got caught in adultery in this chosen people, that she had to be put to death because lasciviousness and breeding of all kinds of filth in God's nation was not going to be tolerated mm. because he was keeping it a pure line. Now, with grace, I mean, can we, you remember the name Ruth? Remember Rahab? Yeah, she was a harlot, yeah. <laughs> She's in this line. Why? Because of grace. Why? Because she listened to what God mm. said. Amen. And so it's that's why it's important. And so if you're wondering why it's important to teach Noah correctly, yeah. if you just teach this basically cartoon that he he preached and it was a, why why do we got to make it like that? That's not what happened. Yeah. Got the people of of the planet were so wicked, yeah. so nasty. I mean, we had the angel these these whatever happened there mm-hmm. with the breeding. I mean, it was just nuts what was going on. Yeah. And by the way, I want you to know it, it doesn't have to concern you that you can't answer the question why it is happening the way it is. Hmm. Quit trying to have the mind of God. This is why we are where we are. Hmm. Eve was never to have knowledge of this. <laughs> That's what Satan wanted. We can't handle this. That's why it's a mess. That's why we needed Jesus Christ in us. That's why this mystery was fulfilled, so that we could actually have a chance to see the things of God. And uh, it's, there is obviously something at play here that God by his choosing, is fulfilling through these ages. I mean, and I would say what Peter said, where else are you going to go? <laughs> He's yeah. God. So that's what people try to do. They'll try to formulate with Satan, and then they'll get destroyed. And so the days of Noah are returning. Yep. It's, uh, and that's why if you preach out there, don't say that the world's getting worse. You're, you're lying. You are lying. Hmm. The world's just getting back to what it was at the fall. That's what I mean. It, it is. It's you're not knowingly saying it, but the world is not getting worse. Hmm. The days of Noah are coming back to what they were. The days of Noah were the worst we've ever seen. Yeah, that's, he destroyed that, everybody but one person in their family. Yeah, that that was that was the the impact that I wanted to get to these uh, these teenagers. And as I read down through there, I said, you know, I've been reading this account. I, I had these cartoon like you as you mentioned mm-hmm. these of people beating on the sides of no, the yard. Uh, let, us a, let us in. Let us in. Like it was raining already. Never happened before. Well, the flooding. The, the earth erupted. It was flooding within no time. No, I know. It yeah, didn't we take talked. forty days to get the water, the, the earth completely covered. Yeah. Or to kill everybody. Well, I mean, he talks about 18 cubits above oh, even the highest mountain. Like, my goodness. <laughs> it's 27 feet, man, if you go by the, the 18 inch. By the way, grade. just look around the earth. Look, if you, if you want to know how the earth got its shape the way it is, pour a pitcher of water into the sand and watch what happens. Yep. Watch it. Watch the erosion. Watch you'll have mountains, valleys, soft spots, low spots, high spots. It's not hard to figure out. Yeah. The earth was flooded. Yeah, even even nature itself cries out that there is a God. And the things of God are clearly, clearly seen. seen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for those who believe. But the but the sin of disunbelief is just so blind. That, that is the point I wanted to end with. Uh, just think about, but at the same time, everything we've been talking about, mm. this is true. This word is truth. Um, if you haven't come to that. And only truth. The only one. 
And if you haven't come to that and you're you're trying to depend on your own works or your own uh, traditional system that you're in or whatever like that, stop. You need to come to the realization that there is none righteous, no, not one, and only his righteousness will save you. Yeah. And the fact that you think you have a moment, well, when, when it starts raining, when it starts getting really bad, then I'll make that decision. <laughs> That's not the Bible's teaching. It's, it doesn't happen, and it showed it right there, even in, in those things. The rich like, man said, please send back somebody yeah. from the dead. If they wouldn't, believe, they don't believe the prophets, they're never going to believe them either. It's, uh, yeah, it's it, fascinating. Just yeah, it's fascinating. Well, it's just, I think for us, for, for those of us who believe, which is proper... There should be some humility, yeah. a lot of humility that says, why in the world do I completely get this? Mm. But my neighbor just won't be, get it. Yeah. Well, it's that natural man. Yeah. And you just have to trust the sovereignty of God. Mm. It's like, you know, it, it's his gospel. It's not ours. The gospel's not ours. It's his. Mm. It's his. This is his world. It's his creation. The pottery does not argue with the potter. So stop it if you are, and uh, and by the way, just give in. It's awesome. Yeah. Just give in Come and to the uh, end of yourself. Yeah, man. If you're struggling out there, if you're if you're having a tough time, you know, hey, tomorrow's a new day. Tonight's a new night. Talk to the Lord. And if you need help, I, I'm telling you, I've said this before on your program, but there's a church in Hagerstown, Maryland. You can give our information anytime you want. Uh, call us up. We'll help in any way we can. Yep. You can always reach out to them. And by the way, uh, we had I didn't uh, make the the traditional opening where I mention all that stuff, but you can, um, you can always write me if you're new, uh, if you're listening to this for the first time, or you haven't heard the email address before you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I just want to say one more time, uh, we're going to get off of here and there was no time constraint, but I just want to fellowship with you, brother. <laughs> this is, I, I love this man. Um, there's no secret to that. I, I do, and there's nothing weird about that because he's my brother. Well, and, uh, yeah, we could get into a whole other t- – we, we talked about uh, how words matter and definitions matter. Hey, words matter. And, uh, well, d- and definitions matter. And uh, yeah. the world right now, love means uh, sexuality. Yeah. But God says love is truth and purity. Mm. And uh, that's why men struggle to love each other, I think, is because of uh, Satan's destroying love. And uh, man, I do love you too, and I love uh, I love the brethren. I love the I love our sisters. I love your wife like a sister. Yeah, uh, she's a dear, dear, dear person. And uh, yeah, the body of Christ is awesome. It is. Amen, brother. I'm glad for it. I praise the Lord for it. Stay encouraged out there, the listeners that are listening. Just keep living for Jesus. And uh, if anybody uh, needs any help, reach out to Mike. If if you want to talk to me, he'll give you my number. And oh everything. yes, absolutely. And uh, man, we love to help you any way we can. I I do have a I have a. I'm burdened for people around the country and the world that don't have a great church to go to. It, it's a, it's a bummer, but there is ways to get through that. And God supply. You're not on an island. If you be, if you think that you're wrong, uh, let us help you prove it. It's not true. Where two or three are gathered, and there's two or three. There's somebody. Yeah. There's there's good Bible believing, loving people in in these churches. Um, you can huddle with them. Hmm. They're they're there. Yes, sir. They're there. Well, it's arrogance to even think otherwise. Yeah. Well, again, I appreciate you uh, for you stopped in. We fed you. Yeah, we had we had crawfish, we had shrimp, we had salad, and was that it? Uh, the spicy Cajun sausage. Oh, it's Cajun sausage. Yeah. We ate pretty good, didn't we? We did, and uh, I had barbecue for lunch. 
I and we to... we made it. We made it on air just in time. And well, yeah. strange that you're on Weight Watchers. You look great. You and your yeah. wife. I walked in. You guys are like little supermodels walking in. <laughs> oh please! And then here comes the plus size model. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm coming in, and I'm like, I'm like, where's my crawfish? <laughs> oh boy! So we're, we're just I'll, trying to, we're trying to, we're not trying to like. Uh, the camera adds fifty pounds, they say, but it's looking more like hundred and fifty. Yeah, we'll get out of here. But next time, next time, I'm sure that next time I will be fit, slim, and trim. <laughs> uh, but if not, it it profiteth little. <laughs> your mom says it's time. Your mom says it's time to come home, Mike. Be praying. Your time to, oh, she's saying that about you. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Well, tell her, if, tell her if that ever happens, to make sure she stays faithful to her local church and the faithful men of that church. And I'll be there. <laughs> You'll see me. All right. Yeah, Mama, Mama Joe. Mama Joe. Mama Joe. Yes. She's she's ready for her me to be home, but she's got the grandkids home. She don't give a rip about me now. Yeah. Yeah, we've been but. replaced by grandchildren. All right. Well, thank you for uh, thank joining. you, Mike. By the way, I appreciate you letting me be on. Yep. Always. Anytime, anytime, anytime. All right. Well, that's going to be do it for tonight. Uh, so remember next week, um, well, I don't think I'll be able to go on next week. Let's just put it that way. Um, I'll be preparing, um, be praying that, um, you know, we're going out and doing like some construction, but we have to live out in the middle of the field and um, in the conditions of South Mississippi. And, uh, well, it's going to be hot. So <laughs> it's like, it's going to be very hot, but, um, you know, we're going to get through it, and um, I'm going to miss um, doing this. Um, I'm going to miss getting with uh, the body of believers over on and Sundays and Wednesdays and teaching and everything like that, but it just be for a couple weeks. Um, if I'm able to come on next Thursday, uh, we'll be back in First Thessalonians, um, starting with or continuing in Chapter 3, and we'll, we'll discuss that uh, next time. Uh, but my brother in the Lord was here, so I wanted to have him on real quick. There's his hand. Okay. All right, well, I thank you so much for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You. And as always, Let This Mind Be In You is not just a slogan. It's a, it's a verse in the Bible as the Spirit of Christ, as Christ humbled himself, and the same Spirit's within you now. So have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you. Die daily, as we talked about just tonight. All right, love you and Lord. God bless you, and uh, we'll be seeing you next time.